no drummers are har- are ever harmed during the uh, broadcast of live from my drum room. Uh, so we're we're you know a very drummer friendly show here, so you don't have to worry about that. Jeff Woods, John rules. Both Johns rule, for that matter. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Um, well, I'm going to bring. Speaking of Johns, I'm going to bring Johnny Tempesta on. I told him it'd be a probably about five past, but I'm going to see if he's ready now, and uh, and bring him on. We'll get things started here today. The less I talk right now, the better the show will be. I promise you. So, uh, all right. All right. Well, I do, again, want to thank everybody for tuning in today. It looks like we have a good group of folks watching already, which is great. And um, with that, please welcome my very good friend, longtime friend, John Tempesta, who I think could be muted. Already lots of great guys. There he is. All right. Johnny T. Johnny T. What's up, my brother? It's so good to see you, my brother. I know. I miss that. I miss that greeting that we have whenever we see each other. The first thing is Johnny D. And I go, Johnny oh, D. With the hugs and all, right? I yeah, know, man. man. I know. We go you know, way gonna, back. Yeah. Go way back. And you're going to be one of the only guys, when I see you, one of the only guys I'm going to hug. Because I'm not going to hug a lot of people from now on. But I'm going <laughs> to hug you. I don't blame Well, thank you, man. I miss hugging you. <laughs> I miss hugging you, too, brother. It's so good to see you. You, I, too. Uh, we get, Hey, we got a lot of folks watching already. And, uh, and Bob Sidlowski, Bob. Friend, yeah, Bob put up a picture. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook of you and a I sonar did. ad. That's right. The, that was my first endorsement, my first ad and everything. And Bob really took care of me back then. That was yeah. 1990. It was. Oh, there okay. it is. There it yeah. is. And he, he guessed it. He, I said, do you any idea what year? And he thought it was 1990. So yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Look at Nico. They got Tal Berg. I mean, yeah, they got all the guys up here, Simon and Bobby Rock. Yeah. I know. Look at that. And there you are. Not much different <laughs> other than the, you know, yeah. the goatee. Skinnier. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know that you could be any skinnier than you are, but I think you're right. I think you were skinnier. Oh, I was a lot younger too, man. So, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. a blast from the past. And uh, I still have that kit, as a matter of fact. I love that drum kit. Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. And do I see where you, you were playing Peisty at that time, yeah. I think. At right? the yeah. time I was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, that's what I thought. I, I remember when you came on to Zildjian, um, if I remember this correctly, but I, I believe it was Brent Anderson who signed you at the West Coast office. Mike the- Morris. It was Mike Morris. Okay. Yeah. Rest in peace, man. It was oh, Mike. Yeah. Rest in peace. Actually, yeah. I know, I know Mike from, you know, years prior through Marco Sicoli. So, and we were at a barbecue at Lindsay's house in North Hollywood. Like every, everyone was there. It was Mike. It was Lindsay, you know, and the rich man, Jacaro, it's all hanging out. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I said, yeah. He says, come by the office in Studio City, the old office. And, and uh, I picked out a bunch of stuff and I wound up using them on the recording of a Testament Low record. And yeah. I loved them. Yeah. And what, what year was that, Johnny? If you could, if you had to guess, you don't 1993, you know. 93. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cause I, I, I feel like the first time I met you in person, I knew who you were obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a big fan of your playing and, and I was so psyched mm-hmm. when you came to Zildjian and I want to say it was around 94 at a Joe Hibbs gig in the Valley when Joe used to play in that blues band in North Hollywood. Yeah. yeah and Burb, is it that, that place? Was it Burbank? Cheese or something that oh wait wait a studio suite was that it in north that, hollywood it could have been it was like a kind of like a not a biker but sort of like a sort of yeah. like a cowboy sort of spot yeah 
Oh man. Wow. Oh, Joe, he's the best. I know. I know. Another, you know, rest in peace. And I was there with Kurt Biscara. Um, I, Kurt and I went out, I think we might've had dinner and then, you know, Joe was like, you know, come see my band. And you were there, I think by yourself. And we, we hooked up and met, and I think he got us up to play that yeah. night. Like, and I never, I never <laughs> would do that, but you know, you couldn't say no to Joe. Oh no. Uh, come on, get up there. my brother. Yeah, Get up there and play. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was like instant. You just like this. We had some fun times back then, man. Yeah. I know. Asanebo. Uh, remember those hangs back oh, then? Oh God. Yeah. 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 And for anybody watching, if you don't know who Joe Hibbs is or was, he was uh, a great friend of John and I, uh, worked in the drum industry a long time, most notably at Tama Drums for many years. Probably signed you, John, I'm guessing. He right? did. Yes, he yeah, did. Signed you to Tama. I actually, I known Joe before that, before he signed me working for Charlie Bonanti. And I drove out to right. Pennsylvania to pick up his first Tama kit in Ben Salem back then. Wow. That was 1987. Oh. Well, I, I made a note about you working for Charlie and, and kind of, you know, breaking into the, the pro side of it. So so yeah. talk about that, because that that's a huge I, I don't know how many people know that. I guess they could find out if they look your bio up or something. But that's huge because that, that you went from transitioning from Charlie's drum tech to being like his contemporary, you know, you know, you know, it's funny. It's like. Um, I wasn't planning on it. It was actually a joke at first. Charlie was like, why don't you come on? Why don't you come on the road with us? And I was in the band at the time and our singer had left and it was difficult trying to find someone, you know, and Charlie was like, dude, he knows how much I love drums and I, I know everything about it. So he was like, yeah, you'd be perfect. Come on tour. A lot of laughs. And I was like, okay. So I did it for two <laughs> weeks, went to Europe. Right. And I was open up for Metallica on Master of oh. Puppets when Jason Newstead just got into the band, you know, after yeah. Cliff had died. And uh, so, um, I was like, this is amazing. I'm hanging out with my friends. And Frankie, you know, uh, Charlie's nephew, I'm not sure if you know, it's his nephew, he was the bass player. And yeah, we went yeah. to high school together. We were in the jazz band together. So, you know, and right from there, it was like the best time of my life. I'm still young. I'm out of my parents' house. You know, I'm, I'm traveling <laughs> the world. I'm making a living. I'm making money. I'm, I'm seeing the world. And it was great. So I, and the next month later, we went to Japan. I was like, oh, this is, I, I loved it, man. And I uh, did a lot of great tours with, with Kiss back then, Iron Maiden, and you know, so many bands and festivals. And then and, until I got the call, actually, it was Exodus on the Headbangers Ball Tour. They see me sound checking drums. And I always say the next best thing to playing is if you could tech, you know, you're out there, you're meeting yeah. people, and they're watching you play. And that's how I got the gig. They were like, their drummer, Tom, couldn't do the tour. So um, they asked, I like, I don't play this type of music. I wasn't that type of drummer. You know, working for Charlie definitely helped me out. And uh, so I was like, hey, man, why not? You know, I gave it my best shot, and I learned the songs. And... Yeah, I got the mm -hmm. gig. And, and our first show was at Lemoore's in Brooklyn, my hometown. Oh, we didn't go man. on until like 1.30 in the morning. I was a nervous wreck. But right from there, <laughs> I did the tour and they had asked me to join the band. And that's how it all started. And I got the sonar deal. And, you know, we were managed by Bill Graham Management. And so talked to Bob Sadlowski and that's how it all happened. So wow, that man. was a couple of years. And then after that, um, uh, Testament had asked me to join. It was the same scenario. Testament opened up for Anthrax. And I knew it. I actually knew them before Exodus. Same thing. They see me sound check. So, on it, yeah. And from there, that's how it all snowballed, man. That's that's incredible. I mean, it's so cool that it happened so organically too. Like you, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, not not to say like so many guys as you know go out there and like slug it out for years, just trying to find that, and it just sort of 
fell. It just it, happened for you. Yeah. Being at the right place at the right time. And I always say yeah. that, you know, there's a lot of drummers who were techs. Um, for one, uh, Nick Menza, rest in peace. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. He was, it was right around the same time he had joined Megadeth and I had joined Exodus. And so it was funny. Like we were talking, it was 1989. Yeah. Yeah. I know, Nick, I know we're talking about all these old friends. That I know. Aren't yeah. with us. But another guy that comes to mind is Mike Fasano too, who is uh, Mikey boy, a yeah. good old buddy. Another, mm -hmm. another nice Italian boy who, who I remember as a tech for Tommy Lee and a million guys. And now he's, yeah. I think he's still playing for warrant or he was for a while, but no, Mike's got his own band. Uh, Oh God. I'm sorry, Mike. Um, yeah. yeah, he's doing really well, man. And uh, he's right across the street from me, you know, by my drum room at Mates over there in, in the Valley. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Yeah. And Mike and I, we used to share a drum room together. Well, I had this, a rehearsal room with Helmet, and we got Mike in there to share some of the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Great guy. I'm read you. I'm, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. Great guy. And there's a whole bunch of people commenting. I'm going to just um, read you a couple things here. Uh, Bob's watching. Cool. Bob said, hey, Bob. Watching. Hey, Bob. Um, Zach Dumas loved John's playing. Yeah, you're you're such a badass, Johnny. Let me just oh. say that right now. I don't, you know, I people know that, but I want to <laughs> just say it because I want to just say it. Besides being one of the nicest guys I know, you're just a motherfucker. Thank you, man. Yeah. I like beating stuff up. No, <laughs> drums, <laughs> drums. That's what we do, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump around. I'm gonna try to yeah. jog your memory. I, I started making like notes this morning at breakfast, and I was thinking, you played. At the NAMM show one year, Tom had a big party at the Marriott. Oh. Do you remember that? Yeah, with Simon Phillips. Play? Simon Phillips like, was the sort of closer, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. And you played before him? Well, yeah, he had asked a, a bunch of drummers, uh, you know. Okay. Well, yeah, Ronald uh, Bruner, you know, and Keith. Yeah. And then yeah. Charlie, and, and me and Charlie worked something out together. Dude, yeah. I was so freaking nervous. Like, you know, you know how Simon is, and you're playing with us. <laughs> But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I'm so glad I got to do it, and especially playing with Charlie, like, you know, someone I grew up with and worked for. And we're doing this together for Simon with such huge fans. So I forgot that it was, it was Simon sort of like he was the, the of course, <laughs> organizer of it. Yeah. Yeah. 30th um, anniversary for, with Tama. Oh, so what year would that have been then? Was that like 2010, maybe? Or yeah, I would say that's maybe around accurate there. around there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got to say, I, I swear, I told you this at the time and I'll say it again. And I, I, there's probably a tape somewhere, but, or recording, you played one of the best drum solos I've ever heard anybody play. What? And yeah, you did. You played, you, you kind of went oh, to another you. level. Do you, do you, I mean, is there like a, a recording of that somewhere? I believe it's good? on YouTube. All right. I would tell people to look for that because and I hope I'm, I don't eat my words on this, but I know I won't. You you went to this other level and you told me afterward that you, you were really nervous yeah. and that you really shedded, like you really worked it and, mm -hmm. and which made perfect sense because, you know, you don't want to go there and not be prepared. But it really showed because you played this awesome drum solo. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it was great because Charlie was in town for a couple of days and we worked something out together. Yeah. So yeah. It was and Charlie, fun. too. Yeah. I mean, he's such oh. a great drummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, that's so cool, man. Um, I, I, another, I'm going to just read a couple of things here. Then I'm going to tell another story that I think you're going to remember, but, okay. um, oh, Maddie Roberts, two of the nicest guys in the uh, business. He's fun. He's a cool he's, guy. We did a great podcast together. Yeah. He's a great guy. He's, he's, he's been really helpful to me. Just showing me the ropes. Thank you, okay. Maddie, for tuning in. Um, yeah. A lot of folks watching here. This is great. Um, oh, 
Bob Sidlowski says, ask John about his cozy Powell addiction. Well, I was going to oh. mention cozy. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I know, nut. Yeah. You, Actually, you Bob have... sent me his killer poster last year of, of cozy. So I have it in my drum room. Yeah. Oh, cool. cool. When he was with Yamaha. Well, what, it was a Yamaha ad, actually. It's a great poster. And it's hard to find. So, yeah, yeah, I have cozy sticks. I have two pairs of his drumsticks. That Actually, the, the late, great Ted McKenna, you know, from Rory Gallagher, Michael Schenker, and all, I mean, incredible yeah. drummer. Um, I was in Scotland, Glasgow, and uh, we have mutual friends. We had lunch together, and knowing I'm a cozy freak, um, later that evening after lunch, he came with my friend's pad, his, and uh, he brought his practice pad, and we played, and he brought me a pair of cozy sticks that Cozy gave to Ted, and he handed them down to me. So that's real special. That's so cool, man. Yeah. And you you got to meet him, right? You, did you? Get I to did meet not, him? and I'm so pissed because of that. We were on tour with Zombie, White Zombie, and Reverend Horton Heat, my buddy Scott Chirilla, um, from Reverend Horton Heat, they opened up for us, and they were at a different hotel. Now, this is before cell phones. And yeah, like, yeah. he goes, dude, you never knew, you're never going to believe who we hung out with, Black Sabbath. I was hanging with Cozy at the bar. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't uh yeah, yeah. instead of being happy for him you're like you're like this. no yeah well, no, no, no. I, <laughs> yeah i got to meet him one i think i told you oh. the story one time uh purely by just luck and happenstance um he was playing with i think he was playing with elp mm-hmm. emerson lake and and powell mm-hmm. and they were opening for um page plant which had uh michael lee playing drums yes. that Love sound michael. right yeah yeah, okay. Michael, another God, we're talking about these guys that are gone now, but Michael was so young, but this would have been like the mid nineties. I think it was, it was probably 90 because I seen the ELP show, but they yeah. headlined that one. And I did see Paige and plant and we played a big festival down there, like not rock and Rio, but Hollywood rock. Yeah. And they played the day before us. And I was, I actually have it on eight millimeter when you in the, the old cameras, the video camera. Yeah. I still have it on side of stage with Michael and them playing. I have to transfer that, man, if it's still working. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, he just, he said to me, do you want to meet Cozy Powell? And I went like, oh my God, are you kidding? I didn't, you know, I didn't ask. And he brought me back and I met Cozy and, and, you know, he's like as the same height as you and me. He was like, as, you know, like totally, I, I, you probably knew that. I did not know that. I expected him to be like a big, big no, dude. No. And anyway, but, I knew he was you know, around our height, but he played like powerhouse, oh, man. God, yeah, yeah. And, you know, really super fit, really nice, just laid back guy. And just, you know, I shook his hand and just, yeah, so great. I, I heard some, I heard really nice things about him. It's unfortunate, but, you know, it's a great memory. And I have his sticks and I actually own half of his drum kit too. From White I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought you had like some other memorabilia. So that's, yeah. that's really oh, yeah. cool. Because he's always in there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, listen back, I always I always trip on it. He did so many great recordings in the Jeff Beth group, man. Ah, that's some of his best playing. Yeah. 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 I know, I know. Amazing. Um, well, anyway, the other a couple other things I just want to I'm gonna just it's kind of like this is your life, John Tempesta. All <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you I, I think you might remember this. So when you guys did, when I think it was Rob Zombie, I don't know if it was White Zombie or Rob Zombie, you guys played Ozfest in 2002. I looked up the year um, and it was you guys, Ozzy, obviously, with Mike Borden playing drums mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and System of a Down. John, yeah. John Domain. That was, that, that was Rob Zombie, yeah. It was Rob Zombie, okay. I'll tell you something funny because John Domain, real quick, and we, we yeah. looked the same because I shaved my head back then and John had to shave that and we're both named John, so we used to fuck with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, yeah. Well, 
at that time, my daughter, my daughter, Danielle, who mm-hmm. I know isn't watching this, was the biggest system of a down fan in the world, like obsessed with the band. Yeah. And John is a Peisty guy. John Del Mayan is a Peisty guy. So um, I was coming to see you and Mike. And so I had an in to come to the show and I brought my daughter with me and I just had hoped maybe there'd be an opportunity to introduce her to maybe John or just some of the guys in the band and you and Mike were unbelievable. And I want to say, was Timmy Doyle there teching for? Yes, he was for Mike, for Mike, for Mike. Okay. Timmy. Mm -hmm. And who was was Feely your tech? No, no. Chris Scott. No, that was uh, Andy uh, Emilianowski back then. Andy O. Who's Andy like stage okay, manager Andy for the stones and everything now. Yeah. yeah I know. I remember yeah. Andy. O, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just remember like both of you guys had awesome texts at, you know, needless to say that were like, the, that were old friends, the nicest guys. Mm-hmm. And I, and I thought, yeah, I thought Timmy D was there and you, you sat us down on stage. Like I remember behind your drums. You remember that? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. And we watched, we watched your show from by, and I think we watched Ozzy at later, but you introduced us to John and, uh, he wasn't happy to see me, but <laughs> John's funny. He he does that stuff on purpose, but he's great. I, yeah. I, I he's he's yeah. a quirky guy. I I just seen him two weeks ago. They played out here at the oh, Bank cool. of California Stadium with them, Corn and Helmet. It was amazing. Wow. System was just oh, it was great, man. Great so, band, yeah, but, yeah. And yeah. my daughter was like, he was he was he was not real warm toward me initially because of the history. Did you have that? Yeah, and he (laughs) Zildjian had rejected his endorsement earlier, Uh like years before, and and it wasn't it wasn't me, but it was I was working for Zildjian, so Mm. I sort of got the brunt of it. And I know it was cool. He was he just sort of had to vent for a minute, and then he was really nice and sweet. He was so nice to my daughter, and then she got to meet all the guys in the band. And Mm -hmm. and uh, anyway, I want to thank you for that because that was like a of course my pleasure, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun tour, and it was funny. Like you know, Puffy and I, Mike Borden, they're the same age. So before I would be playing, come up, he's like rooting for the old guys. We were the older guys back then. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Wild would be there, and it's pretty funny, man. Oh man, that's so cool. Yeah, Mike's a Mike's a beast too, man. Love him, love love it. Yeah, another powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. This left hand, open hand. You know, he killed it with Ozzy. Yeah, absolutely. Look but at those just, drums. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got a few drums here. I kept the star kit. I'm I'm gonna pack that up afterward because I'm my band is gonna actually have a rehearsal tomorrow night for the first time in about a hundred years. I'm taking the wow. little star kit to rehearse. That's the old Tom and the original Tom was right there. Yeah. How about that? Is that the sixties, huh? I think it's late sixties, yeah, maybe yeah. early seventies. Wow, look at that. I like that premiere kit in the Gretchen. Oh, man. Ah, it looks so cool. This is a great setting. It's just like very inviting. I just want to play on the drums, man. <laughs> I was playing for a little while before this, just kind of getting psyched and, and uh, trying to get a little practice in. So Yeah, John Sorensen told me he went, he sees your your, uh, your band a lot. He said, you guys are great, man. Oh, well, thanks. He he, he does come. And it's, it's, it's so funny to see him out there. And he's like, he's, I love the guy, you know, we love oh, Big Red. I miss that guy, yeah. Yeah, I know. And he'll be out there, he'll be going like, sounds fucking great. Sounds great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, thanks, dude. And you can't miss him either. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's kicking ass out there too. He's in a band and he's he's out there yeah. playing. So Absolutely. And yeah. Uh, yeah, every time we play up in that area or New Hampshire, he comes down with, with Shane Kenny and stuff. So that, that's, it's always good to see those guys. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I'm going to get, I'm going to get out to see you one of these days. I, I know, I got to, I mean, you've been in the cult so long now, and I, 
I think I saw you one time in the beginning and I don't, Oh, but wow. You've come through many times. Yeah. 16 years now, as of last week. So 16 years. I broke the record. <laughs> yeah. Out of all <laughs> the drummers they had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody's come close to that. It's crazy, right? Well, yeah, I'm sure you're counting the two years that we've been sitting around. So, but we're going back out in April. Fingers crossed. That's, that's yeah. great. In the States or? or... Yeah. We're, we're starting in the States for um, a few weeks, two and a half, three weeks. And then in May, we're doing a co headlining tour with. Alice Cooper in the UK. Oh there. man. So it's like six, seven shows in arenas out there. So that's going to be, be fun. Yeah. That'll be awesome, man. That'll mm-hmm. be awesome. So, so when I, when I met you, you were, I think you were in Testament in the, in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. And then from there you went to play with, was it, was it white zombie first? White, and zombie. Then white yeah. zombie first. That's mm-hmm. what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and you played with Rob right up until, I mean, into the early, well, early to mid 2000s probably yeah right? and yeah i did and we did like us that was probably one of the last tours we did i believe or maybe another tour after that and then rob wanted to take a break from music and concentrate on directing movies so obviously you know being you know a drummer this is my profession and earning a living i had to look for something else so and that's where a helmet popped up and uh, a mutual friend of ours from new york introduced us and Paige was living out here in l.a Always loved Helmet, and we met at the uh, Cat and Fiddle. As a matter of fact, remember oh, that yeah. place? Yeah, yes, so, yeah, yeah. He brought a CD down. Like, I, eh, I don't even want to listen. Let's just get together in my drum room. Brought a little amp, and we jammed, and just like instantly, just we clicked, man. So, and That's he's still great. one of my my best friends, and uh, I just love playing with him. What an incredible musician! Yeah, man. That's yeah. well. I I wanted to just show everybody this. My uh, show this off. I have this proudly oh, in my oh, office. Look yeah. at that. Oh man. Yeah. That was really special for me. Like, especially, uh, obviously when just getting one of these records or anything, you know, it was such an achievement, especially for my, my family, you know, getting the first, like the, uh, my first gold record, you know, with some, cause you know, playing for so many years and my dad always wanted me to go to college and get a degree. I'm like, sure. nah, I just, you know, was, drums were always in my blood and that's all I ever wanted to do. And, you know, it took some time. This is a funny story. My dad, you know, with the Italian accent, Enzo, rest in peace. So he, um, he goes, uh, are you in the Exodus? Are you in the Testament? What's the next band? The Ten Commandments? <laughs> I just think that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> with the accent though man yeah, you know? yeah. and i got the zombie gig and <laughs> it was great and then we played in uh new york actually uh yeah what we played national coliseum in the Meadowlands out there and he brought some some of his guys he was an airline mechanic to uh to the gig and everything and it was it was a big thing for me you know oh I man a big, he like, must, he must have been, yeah and so proud you know to like playing this giant uh, you know venue and oh yeah yeah, and, and the I mean the production of those shows was like off the <laughs> he had no idea what to expect. That yeah. was the best. And he saw all this horror stuff and the bombs and explosions. He's like, what the hell is that going on? <laughs> it was great though, man. Oh, I know anything you can do to make our dads proud is like this yeah. the, the best moment of our lives, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I want to mention uh, before I forget, my my old drum teacher, still one of my best friends, John Spina. Uh, he was like my first teacher, like I was 14 years old in the Bronx. And man, he uh, he took me to see like Steve Gadd. Like I was underage, like 15 years old at 7th wow. Avenue South or Richard T. And I seen, um, you know, at the bottom line with, uh, yeah. What was it? What was uh, man, that? Wow. Richard Scott. So what was the keyboard player? Oh, um, um, 
Well, Richard T was Richard T. Yeah, was Richard the, was, T. Yeah. Oh, can't, uh, anyhow, it was amazing. I've seen Gats yeah. so many times, and I, and I was telling John that you know you good buddies and like and so, and he looked like Steve Gadd. I was a kid, and this was when Asia was the big song back then. Yeah, so, yeah, big influence, and one of my mentors and my you know dearest friends. So, and I was That's like, great. wow. Johnny D's, he's, he's like tight with Gad and John's friend knows Gad and the whole connection. There's a Vinnie Colliudas and the Rick Moranas and we got it all up there. <laughs> and Andy Dumber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole no, crew, you know, man. I, that, but that's a great teacher, man. It's, it, that's so cool that he, you know, that young, he exposed you to Steve and mm-hmm. and took you to see him. And that's that's Tom who, Scott. Oh, Tom oh, Scott. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. I, you know, as a kid that young and you're seeing Gad at this, the, the seven Avenue South is like a tiny little room. And yeah. it was just, and it was a whole different thing from, you know, listening to rock or metal. And it's like, wow, it just blew my mind. So uh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. That's you know? stuff like that is life changing when you're that young yep. and you, you, yeah, you see somebody like that in that close in that environment. It's like, mm-hmm. it opens your eyes to like, wow. Yeah, yeah, man. And I met him after the show. I was like, hey, Mr. Gad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah. He's, he's funny, too. I got to just tell you, Jeremy Stacy is yeah. watching. He says hello to both of us. Jeremy. Jeremy Stacy. Yeah. Great. Great drummer. Oh. Great guy. We got to hang out uh, when he was in L.A. I got to see yeah. him with King Crimson at the Greek and blew my oh, mind. He's great. amazing. Yeah. he's. Yeah. The, I mean, Jeremy's a super talented multi-instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. keyboards yeah. the whole deal yeah the whole deal the real deal um good to see you jeremy i was just going to say you know steve's funny too I, um he remembers I, I i don't know if he would have remembered years later like the first time you met him but he even at that time in his life when he was not always in control of his faculties he still remembers a lot of like stuff he re, you know he remembers certain things that it's pretty interesting that he you know That's you wouldn't cool. think he would yeah it's cool he did so many sessions. I mean, how do you keep up with all that? Back I know. In the day, right? I know. He'll, yeah. We'll, we'll just start talking about stuff and, and, uh, and he'll go, yeah, you know, I think it was like some stuff he, he'll go, oh, I don't, I have no idea what that was, but he'll go, he'll start remembering people that were there and things that happened. And it's pretty cool to hear him tell stories, but, oh. but we won't talk about Steve Gadd right now. <laughs> John all right, Steve, Tesla. you had enough time. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, so this is pretty this is pretty cool that you're going out on tour this year. How long has it been since you've been on when was the last time you guys were out on the road? The cult? last show we played was in Boston, actually, uh two years oh. ago, December. Wow. December fourteenth, uh, I believe, in Boston. 2019. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 19, yeah. 19. Yeah, no, because it's the yeah, I know. I would have thought, but it's wow. So crazy, man. We, you know, we were supposed to go out twice and got canceled. So hopefully this time things are opening up. So yeah, Very yeah they, positive things, are, about that. things are looking good. Things are looking. Mm-hmm. I feel like that too. I feel like that too. And um, so when you, this, I just wanted to ask you this before we get off too far off subject, though. But yeah. talking about your teacher, John. Big shout out to John Spina. John um, Spina. <laughs> did, so did you? Did you? You learn to read and and yeah, he know, was just, teaching me the rudiments and all that stick control, you know, the pace book and all that. But yeah, I, yeah, I was, you know, just that ADD thing. <laughs> I just wanted to play drums, but I, you know, he did teach me some reading, but I never fully got into it. So. Yeah, that's yeah. when I got into a band, and that was pretty much it from there. But yeah. that's cool, I man. You got, I mean, you at least got, you know, the rudiments are the fundamentals. I mean, that's the, yeah, that's the foundation to it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, buddy, Rich, here's my buddy, Rich story, dude. You ready for this one? 
I get it. Remember, he used to play the bottom line, and I've seen him. This is not before he passed away. And this, God, man, I'm trying to think the year, maybe 1984. And I mean, he had that big radio king kit, you know, at the bottom. It wasn't even mic'd up. He just had an overhead mic, you know. And so we seen the show was blown away. And and my girlfriend at the time, you know, he was doing a Q&A thing. So afterwards, um, she, of course, she had to get up. It's like, oh, can I have your stick? And, you know, would you mind, you know, and he goes, oh, what are you going to do with that stick? You know, what he was. <laughs> but then afterwards, he gave me the stick. It was Steve Arnold back then. Yeah. So, yeah. Back there, but, but he was a character, man, as you know. Wow. I, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I had Kathy, his, I had his daughter Kathy on a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just, yeah, we were telling a lot of those old stories. And, and I got to meet him a couple of times myself. And he was, really really nice he was really he was very nice yeah 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 you know i mean it's i think people automatically i don't want to say they make assumptions but you know he can sort of get a little bit of a bum rap about so you know he he demanded perfection from his band well, that's and I, what it is know, yeah. yeah i get but that and i i do uh yeah it's a big thing i have a pair of his sticks though so that's very special oh that's really cool man yeah. you've got a collection there Dude, I got a stick collection, man. It's like I, I hate everyone's like, hey, give me a pair of these sticks. Now I have symbols getting my getting all these symbols signed. I have like Neil Peart symbol and uh like Alex Van Halen and Les Pink. I, it's it's great, man. So, but now I need to do a drumstick trick, you know, a whole like frame. Yeah. Thing. Like Matt Cameron sent me a pair, and I had and John Spina gave me a pair of Steve Gad sticks when he played with stuff. How about that? So they're like the black Yamaha sticks? Yeah, and they're all beaten up too, man. Yeah. Wow. I have quite a collection, so it's great. I love it, man. You know, I live for this that's, stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Look at you with all the drums back there. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got I got a few drum sets. So I, now, I, let I me ask you about the, uh, the Gretz kit, because I told you I had an uh, Aqua Blues satin, uh, satin flame kit. I yes. Had yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's an uh, early 70s uh, oh, stop 70s. sign badge. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And I, I just got that um, last, oh, coming up on a year now. Wow, last spring from a guy beautiful. locally. Yeah, and um, they're they're in beautiful condition. The bass drum's a virgin bass drum, never drilled. So Wow, wow. It's All the hardware, only, too, I see, yeah. Yeah, I got the lot, you know, a lot of original hardware with it, and, and it's, cool, I'll probably man. use this on my gig next week. I think. Oh, yeah? Okay. I'm trying to decide. Or the premiere. I just got the premiere last summer, That's so and I've yet to gig with it, so uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I kept asking, well, Scott Torello, the drummer from uh, Reverend Horn Need. By the way, he's a huge Ansley Dunbar fan, so he was so excited watching that. And oh, I cool. want to try to chime in. Like, I just did a trade with a friend of mine uh, for Ansley's old Ludwig Coliseum snare drum. I have it now. The eight-inch one, chrome yes. over wood. And I actually bought mine in 1983 at Alex Music in New York City that I, I gifted to Charlie Bonanti because he recorded the first two Anthrax and SOD record on it. So I'm like, it's like a full circle, you know That's, what I mean? So I got this. Yeah. yeah. That is so cool. That is so cool. I know. Yeah. I, I saw you, you posted that. That was, um, <laughs> Ainsley was funny. You know, after we did our thing last week, he was, I sent him a picture. He was asking about, I, I, I took him for a little tour around my drum room on, on Zoom, you know. Mm-hmm. And I showed him the Heyman kit in the other room. And he said, what's the Tom holder? And I showed him the Tom holder. And I said, this is what they called the knuckle breaker. They're Heyman Tom holder. And he said, I never had one of those. I, I had the Rogers mounted on mine. And then I sent him a picture that was in the Heyman catalog that yard or somebody had of him behind a Heyman kit with that Tom holder. And he said, you know, it's was, it was classic. He said, I have no recollection of ever doing that being in that catalog doing that photo he said i think they photoshopped me and i'm like i don't know if they photoshopped back in those days 
I, I think. Yeah, right. Just, yeah, that's a yeah. little a while ago. But yeah, Scott yeah. could tell me. I didn't. I didn't realize that. But the first Journey record it was his Haming kit, single bass, man. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that either. It was I, so I, fast. Yeah, I know. Amazing. I thought he played. I knew he played Haming early on, mm -hmm. but I thought by that time he was playing Ludwig. I I thought of him as Ludwig up until I know he plays DW now, but that he yeah. was a. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Sorry, John. We, we should, we should be talking about you, not these nah, other I like drummers. bouncing around. I like talking about drummers. Enough of me. So I know. No, I know. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of that, I wanted to ask you who some of the other guys. I knew I was going to start with Cozy because I knew he was like mm -hmm. a huge, huge influence. But I'm I'm guessing Bonzo and... and oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many. Simon, uh, Terry Bozio, and uh, Tony Williams. I got to see John Spina actually took lessons with Tony Williams, man. So. No kidding. And I was into that whole like progressive thing, you know, Cobham and then Barry Morbalo from Jethro Tull and uh, uh, Tommy Aldridge and yeah. Ansley. And yeah, man, just the list goes on. But Ian, Ian Pace... All the old great Joey Kramer. How about that? Joey, yeah, Remember we Joey did that Kramer. thing together, the video yes. for Joey. Yeah, that was yep, fun. Yep. Yeah, he's a no, big you, 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 and you know you can see that. I, and seriously, like in your your playing is is very well rounded in terms of like your influences. You know what I mean? It's no one could could pigeonhole you as like sounding just like this guy or that guy. You, you know, you, you know what I mean? Like, and then I think that comes from listening to a lot of different drummers and and having a diverse kind of you know, vocabulary as it were. Oh, well, thank you, man. Yeah. It's definitely like, you always got to broaden your stuff. I mean, I always try to look, you know, I was into jazz at one time, the fusion stuff and progressive rock and not that yeah. I could play that. I always want to play like progressive rock being one of those bands, you know, like, cause I get into Jethro Tull, man. I seen UK open up for Tull in 79. Oh yeah. You know, Bozio. Okay. And I'm like, I didn't even, I was like, holy cripes, man. Blew my mind. You know, Barry Morballo and Terry Bozio on the same bill. So Yeah. yeah. I know, I've seen some I great know. stuff and it's obviously, you know, being a drummer and developing and just influencing your playing. And I couldn't wait to get home and after seeing a show and getting behind the drum kit. Yeah. Yeah. If you like, rather than I hear people talk about like seeing buddy or seeing Terry Bozio or somebody and, and, you know, like, Oh, I wanted to throw away the sticks, but I always, when I, when I come home from seeing one of my heroes, it, I just, all I wanted to do is play, you know, like just sure. maybe want to, yeah, just, it got me psyched like okay yeah. i want to try some of this shit you know mm -hmm. yeah that's that's cool i want to just read you some of these comments too sure um oh my friend christian thornton who owns a fabulous restaurant on martha's vineyard the best restaurant atria yeah. um his son is a drummer just became a drummer at christmas he's saying listening to a novice drummer in my attic right now <laughs> <laughs> thanks again Joe. you're welcome Christian. Right. play louder <laughs> yeah, hope you're not mad at me hope you and your wife hit them hard yeah. <laughs> oh yeah um yeah let's see let's see if there's any questions here i don't want to miss uh oh chris williams says that your drum so your that solo i was talking about with you and charlie is on youtube so gonna yeah. look for that for oh sure, cool for sure. cool yeah thanks chris yeah and uh yeah, and Chris also said, love your playing on Impact and Habit. Exodus. Yeah, okay, Exodus. Cool, buddy. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, but oh, you'll like this one. So before um, I was asked to play with Exodus when they asked me to join the band, Will Calhoun had asked me because, you know, tech, they opened up for Anthrax in the UK. And 
anyhow, they were late uh, one day for a show, but the gear was there. So I set up his kit like identically. Who set my drum kit up? And I did. So after they were looking for a tech, he goes, hey, man, do you want to come on tour with me? They're opening up for the Stones, a Steel Wheels tour. 89. So, yeah. so then I got the call for, te- you know, Exodus. I'm like, oh, it's, you know, Tekken for Will on the Stones tour or you know, obviously got to play and Will says, yeah, you got to play, man. So yeah, that would have yeah. been fun though. Huh? That would have been really cool. I, w- I would have met you then. Th- that's right. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I, I had just started at Zildjian. I, I met Will that few months before that. And I remember going to see them when they came through town and mm-hmm. yeah, well, that, that, well, that would have been a cool, fun gig to at least be part of, you know, if you oh, were absolutely. still, if, if a playing gig hadn't come along. Yeah. Meeting Charlie. And so I know you're, you were friends with Charlie. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was, Thank you for reaching out to when when Charlie passed. I really of appreciate course, it. Of course, man. Yeah. Thank you. Another influence too, man. Stones, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So so let me ask. So so these gigs, so going from um from Exodus to, I know, you know, I know how those kind of segue from one to the other. When you got the call to do the cult, did you go in and audition for that or was that had they I, seen you? Well, I'll tell you, here's another, I have, I have a lot of funny stories. I'm going to write a book, funny stories in, in the music <laughs> world or something. So prior to that, when I auditioned, I was asked from Ron Lafitte, who was a manager back in 94, was it? Um, they were looking for a drummer. So I, I, I was like real confident. He goes, learn these songs. There was a new song called The Witch that Rick Rubin did. And I was really confident, like, I, I'm going to get this. So I, my friend drove me to Third Encore Studios, right? I was all pumped up and I didn't even have a car or something. I don't, I don't know what happened. I go to the audition and I see the woman that reset. I'm here for the cult. She goes, oh, they're not here. I'm like, what do you mean they're not here? So, oh, they're done. So no cell phones. I had to go. My friend dropped me off. It's like 100 degrees, you know, in the valley out there. Oh, yeah. I had to go find the freaking pay phone, get changed. I'm like, Ron, what happened? And he show up. He goes, oh, man, are you kidding me? So, But 13 years later, I got the gig. But you know what? Timing is everything. Because if I would have gotten the gig then, I wouldn't have joined White Zombie. And so that was kind of like my big break yeah. from there. So yeah. it all worked out it 16 worked years out. later. Yeah. And then Funny, and right? so when that, when that gig opened up, was it when, when you got the gig in 2006, were they familiar with your playing and, and it was basically like management reached out or, or. Yeah. Yeah. My friend, Mike Monarulo from TKO, um, uh, the agency, um, they were doing the cult tour. So he had introduced me to Tom Vitorino and the cult's manager. So you should yeah. do this. And I was like, ah, those guys flaked on me 13 years ago. So <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, I'll give it a go. So they sent me a video and I watched a live DVD with Matt playing. And uh, I was like, all right, okay. But I went in there and it was like, all right, if I got it, cool. You know, I was, I just confident. I just went in there and just, you know, and I loved the cult. I actually seen him yeah. on the electric tour with Charlie at the Fell Forum. So I was a big fan and I knew their stuff. So, but yeah. I just went in there very confident and like, and uh, I guess it was a cattle call back then that like a lot of people auditioned and uh, it was towards the end and the, the tour was getting closer to that. So yeah, and they asked me back again to audition and uh, and I got it. It was Valentine's Day of uh, 2006. Oh, that's so Last cool. Week. Yeah. I think, because I think when Matt got the gig, it was a cattle call too, right? I, that's why yeah. I, I assumed it was, but that's cool. You didn't have to be part of that. You kind of, they'd seen a bunch of guys and hadn't made a decision. No, no, I just went in there in a small room at mates and that was it, yeah. Like, where's yeah. he? And he's sitting there. I don't even recognize the guy, but it was cool, man. I had fun with it too. That's great. And and you've really made it your gig. And 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 you've 
I'm, you know, like, I won't say you've changed your style, but you adapted your style. I did. You know, honestly, with the cult, it it kind of, I wouldn't say made me a better drummer, but it it made me more musical, you know, as far as like not bashing. I don't really break cymbals anymore, you know, and I make them sway a bit more. And just my style has changed. So, you know, more swing, I would say to it and not just pounding everything. So I was able to, you know, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, nice. I, I I would yeah, their music is exactly conducive to, you know, it's it's very groovy playing and it's it's but not you know not like um, you know you still have to put some meat behind it. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, some when it's called for, this song definitely you know you got to yeah. put that into, into overdrive over there, kid. You know, let's go. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, I think the right word is swing too. It it definitely has yeah. more swing to it, and and it's yeah. it's. Yeah, I, I, more dynamics, you know, and that's what Billy, he did teach me a lot about it because he needed to swing this a bit more. And so, you know, I was never that type of drummer, but, you know, in time playing with them for so many years and I definitely adapted to it. And, it, it, you know, it works for everyone. My hands don't kill me anymore. I don't really get calluses. And but, you yeah. know, some, you know, once you get back on tour, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and you it's probably, been a while, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. You'll probably get a few starting out anyway, a few mm-hmm. calluses to kind of get it going. And probably, like you said, you don't break cymbals. Did you kind of change? You probably aren't using cymbals that are as heavy maybe as when you're No, playing. I'm playing mostly old Ks now, the sweet Ks, which I love, man. They just yeah. change everything. Just uh, they, they just feel like butter, man, you know? And I, I, and they work perfectly for the cult. There's, you know, they have a nice body to them and, yeah, you know, yeah. and they, they sway. And sometimes I won't even use like the, the felts on the tops, you know, like Simon does, and just let it sway a bit more. Yeah. Open, That's what I noticed. Because I used up, yeah. to play like freaking, when I played Peisty, I'd have the sonar, t- you know, with, with the, the screws tight and they'd be like this straight up. And, and yeah, there's no movement. And that's how you break cymbals easily. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Living, you, you learn, learn, right? <laughs> but it looks great. You know, I mean, I it love, looks I cool, love the way Tommy Aldridge plays. That's what I would know? say. That's where I got <laughs> it from. Tommy is all like teased. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. It's a great symmetric sort of look, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Hey, Mike Ferris, this guy can play. Mikey! <laughs> yeah. I love Mike. Yeah, me too. It's good to see you, Mike. Thanks for tuning in. Boy, a lot of, lot of folks watching. Let me just see if there's any questions I might've missed here. Um, oh, Zach Dumas is saying Morgan Rose has his symbols super tight. Uh, yeah, he does. That. He, yeah, he broke a lot of symbols. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that Zach Starkey's gong? I'm just looking it over is. there. Yeah, it, it, that's, um, I'll, I'll tell you the quick story behind that. That's from about the mid 90s. It wasn't actually Zach's, but it was uh, Jody Linscott, who was the percussionist during the uh, Quadrophenia tour in 96, I think. Mm-hmm. And she cracked that gong. And I went to see her out in Worcester and I brought her a new one, took the old one back with me. And it sat around in my office for like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then Zach came through again without Jody playing percussion, but the who came through. And I thought, you know, I'm going to see if I can get everybody to sign this gong. And uh, I brought it to a gig to Great Woods, which I, I think I've seen you at before. Yeah, that's where you were with Ozfest. And, mm-hmm. and Zach <laughs> brought it around to all the guys in the band. How cool. And John Entwistle was still alive at the time and got everybody to sign wow. it. Wow. So. Yeah, Zach's great, man. We did some shows with The Who in yeah. 2007 in, in Europe. And as a matter of fact, about five years ago, we opened up for them in Sao Paulo, uh, South America. 
they've never been down there before in their whole career. So wow, we did. Yeah, what a great show that was! Like their soccer stadium. Yeah, it was amazing. And just watching the Who on the side of the stage, you know, <laughs> man, I know so I much know. fun. Yeah, Zach, Zach is such a great guy. He's he's such. I I heard from him over Christmas, you know, and and uh, and they're coming. They're gonna come through town again in May. I think they'll be. I guess around the road this. That's spring, right. And, you mm-hmm. know, Cool. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll see him. But uh, Winston Watson is talking to. Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, he's saying Charlie Quintana. Yes. In peace, introduced me to John years ago. Yeah. Winston. It sounds familiar. Where did we meet? Was it L.A. or? Winston, yeah, Charlie Winston, was a great guy. Yeah, Winston played with David uh, with uh, Bob Dylan rather. Sorry for many many years. Oh, okay. So, um, great drummer, and and I oh. I knew Charlie a doing? long time ago. Yeah. yeah yeah he was a sweet guy man yeah we had some fun hangs yeah yeah, yeah. i know he he uh i, I mean I, I didn't know him personally i met him a few times but i i think he maybe uh like to live yeah on the on the high side of life so that's yeah that, yeah that's fortunate awesome. man yeah it's, it's a shame yeah well johnny you got a lot of good comments here winston said i always loved your playing john i met someone at converse named jerry tempesta what that's that's no relation right oh, no jerry no no definitely no, not no. well thank you very much uh there is there are a lot of tempestas out there it's weird because i used to go to the phone book anytime i toured i look and see if there's tempestas up there. <laughs> i don't really have much friend they're mostly in italy actually the tempestas I met a guy named Mike Tempesta who claims my brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. You introduced me to him years ago. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. There's there's no mistaking that he's your brother. Oh yeah. There's there's a resemblance there. (laughs) So when you go out, so what do you, what are you thinking you're going to bring out on the road this year for a kit? Do you have like, is it going to be something different? Is it going to be something exciting? Yeah, I'm actually, uh, they should be arriving in a few weeks. So I've waited about a year and I did a really cool color. I, I basically, um, I like to base my finishes on, on car finishes. So like my last kit matched my car and this one's going to be special. And I got a lot of concert toms. So, but I don't know, we're going to mess around with it. You know what I mean? And, uh, uh well, I, once I get them, I'm going to see, obviously I, I'm not going to set up a double bass kit with the cult and which be, would be fun, but, but I might add some concert toms to the kit. Cool. Okay. You know? Like, yeah. like sort of, cause you've been playing kind of a one up two down. Kind of uh, no, like- on the last tour, I actually, on the Sonic Temple, we, we did the whole record, and I wound up using, it was kind of like a Roger Taylor kit, or Taylor Hawkins does it too, like the 10, 13, 16, 18, and the 14 yeah. tom on the left. You know? And That's when right. we did the Love record, I did concert toms on the left there, like 8, 10, because the Mark Brzezicki stuff, you know, with the little yeah. snare. Yeah. Oh, I love Mark too. He always comes out to the shows and like, oh, get behind man. the kit, you play something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. It gives me a break. Yeah. That's great. I haven't seen him in a million years. It's a great drummer. I ran into him in Nashville. Actually, when I went there, it was for Joe Hibbs Memorial. Um, they did a whole show over there at the House of Blues. And yeah. I stayed with uh, Chris. And uh, yeah, he was right next door over there. And, uh, and someone said, uh, Mark just played last night. And I was like, what? So I texted him and he came out and it was like a whole drummer's hang, you know? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, Jay Wayne, uh, Weinberg lives there, and like uh, Glenn Sobel was there, and all these Nashville great drummers and stuff, you know, Zach. And yeah, so it was a lot of fun. That's cool. I, d- I didn't realize that Glenn lives in Nashville too. Wow. I don't know. He oh, lives no, he, out here. He did. Okay, but he was, but he was there. Maybe he was there for Joe's thing, or he was yes. in 
Yes, yeah, he okay. was. Because yes. he was, when Joe was at Mapex and Glenn was playing him back then. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. I, I I thought he was an LA guy. Yeah. And he'll be he'll be doing the Alice Cooper. Yeah. When you guys That's do that. Yeah. Yeah, man. We'll geek out, obviously. So it'll be fun. That's great. <laughs> That's great, brother. Well, buddy, I, I'm just looking to see if there's I don't want to uh miss anything. Oh, you know, oh yeah, go to sorry, I talk too much. Too much coffee. Man, no, I've been no, up no, since no, 5 a.m., dude. You know, I gotta make this some is, more. This is good. I want you to talk. I want you coffee to talk. talk. Coffee drums. <laughs> okay. The new kit, Chris, Chris Williams must have some inside info. Oh, yeah. Is that Chris from the from England over there? Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. He's a he's a really good drummer, metalhead. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, he's <laughs> Zach Zach Dumas is saying, Johnny T, do you remember watching Jim Chapin, Jim Chapin in the break room at the MD Festival in Montclair? You know, it's the old yes, festival. I totally remember demonstrating that. Yep. the molar technique on a practice pad. Yes, I do, man. Wow, that was special seeing that, and Freddie Gruber too being on the yeah. bus out. You know, all these these old cats. It was great being around that. So I know, I know, very it's, inspirational, man. Yeah, it's cool that you. You know, you're still a young man, but you were you were around during like, you know, seeing, you know, Jim Chapin at an AM show or at the MD yeah. Festival or Fred Met Ed Shaughnessy, all these great oh, guys. Man. Hal yeah. Blaine, how about that? You introduced me to Hal. I remember. I know that was that a trip, picture. man. Yeah, yeah, that's a great photo, man. Uh, thanks for uh, putting that one up. Yeah, no, but, absolutely, uh, buddy. That's. Yeah. I know, I know. You know, I, you know, not to get all nostalgic, but it's. I, I think about like. I say this all the time, but how lucky we all were to be, you know, kind of around, even if it was at the tail end of some of these guys, you know, like I, I got to know Max Roach kind of toward the end of his oh, life wow. and, and, uh, you know, just it's, but it's, it's so, I don't know. I feel like I, it, it's, it fulfills a, a part of the whole drum life, you know, to, to have known these guys and at least. Yeah, you met a lot of great guys, man. Remember the big Zildjian shoots we would do at Center Staging? There was a big one there. I met yeah. Louis Belson then, and uh, Ansley Dunbar happened to be there. So that, that was a big thrill. Yeah, man. That's right. Fun That's stuff. right. Yeah, those those were great. Those were such fun times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my fondest memories were those and the and the nam show um autograph sessions we used to do with all the uh, guys and that was amazing it was like a like a big wedding <laughs> it's like everybody's <laughs> at the table there just like, it was it was it was the biggest thing ever man and i mean i'll never yeah. forget armin oh he was great too he was funny he goes kid you know who you remind me of clark gable <laughs> clark gable <laughs> yes. where'd that come from man it's great uh, it's funny oh, yeah. i know oh <laughs> uh, he just you know just had a heavenly birthday a couple two days ago yeah. february 18th ah, bless uh, you, I, know, I know bless him i think about him all the time oh man yeah hey what bob terry yeah. bob terry is watching and he said joe's memorial was great night nice to see you there john oh hey bob how you doing yeah. buddy hope you're feeling better yeah. yeah bob me too buddy sending you big big love and and love from me and johnny t and um yeah it's good to see bob watching yeah, uh, man. No, but I, I, I was going to try to find a picture and I should have got it ahead of time, but I'll, I'll post it up later. But I, I know there's a picture of you as part of one of the big autograph groups in those days. Uh, Probably next to Kenny Aaron off something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Grabbing my ass or something. He's, you know, Kenny was such a toucher. <laughs> Kenny, yeah, or it's like tackling you or tackling Oh, always, you yeah. It's always yeah, something. Yeah, headlock. But, yeah. you know, I was going to say the great thing about those was like you'd be there and, and Kenny and 
Abe Cunningham and Steve Gadd and Travis Barker, like every, every, you know, drummer of every genre. Yeah. It was like, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It never felt like it's all just rock guys or it's all just jazz guys or it's yeah. Yeah, man. I was just, it was just a great blend of players. I mean, that's the thing about Zildjian. I mean, what, you know, um, companies and it's so diverse within sounds itself. So yeah. from rock to jazz or anything. So, yeah. I miss those days, man. The name show. Huh? Is that going to happen again? Well, I know they're going to do it in June uh, for two or three days in early June uh, in Anaheim. Oh, they are. But, okay. And that's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. Right. You'll probably be on the road at that point, but mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's never. I don't know that it's ever going to be what it was. You know, no, especially uh, back in the days, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, those fun. those were like again, those were really special, fun times, and and mm-hmm. uh, and I and I think what it what it, I think the best what that to me demonstrated was just how drummers are unique from like any other musician in terms of just how we all. Hang with each other, yeah. Oh we're man, just, we're the yeah, coolest. We're just, Are you kidding yeah. me? Exactly. You don't see your singers getting together like that. No offense, but <laughs> no Rodney, no offense. Right? No offense. But... You must have stepped on that duck. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's. I mean, we talk about this stuff all the time, but I, it's really true that you'd you'd never see like you know a hundred guitar players like hanging like that at a NAMM mm-hmm. show signing autographs. You know, it, it it's. Uh, sure. Well, I know you, but it, it wouldn't be the same thing. No, nah, really, nah. yeah, not by a stretch, but yeah. I, and I, I hope those days, I hope some semblance of that can come back in the future where we can all yeah. kind of, you know. Did, did you, have, did you ever go to, were you part of the old NAM, the original in Chicago? Yeah. That's where it started, right? Yeah. How was that? It was a bit smaller, wasn't it? Well, actually, you know what, John, that used to be that NAM summer show in Chicago was the big show. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the eight, well, when I started in the early eighties, I going to that show, that was a huge show at McCormick place. And the, the winter show was the smaller show. Oh yeah. And the last year they had it, I can tell you this, the last year they had it in Chicago, 1990, it was, it was the combination of like, if you remember, we were kind of the economy was a little bit down. We hit like a recession in 89 and 1990, it was a, it was a, they called it the wake on the lake because there was no one there at that summer show. Like it just, for some oh, reason, wow. it just, the attendance just dropped off. They skipped it the next year, 1991. And then 1992, they tried having it at Atlantic city. And wow. I went, I went to the show that year and the two people representing Zildjian that year were me and Lenny DeMusia. Lenny, there you go. Oh boy. <laughs> in, in Atlantic in, city. In Atlantic city. Yeah. All right. And you know, rest again, rest his soul, Lenny. Oh my God. He, he was so funny. You know, he, we, we, I mean, we saw the whole, the whole exhibit we saw within a couple of hours, we didn't exhibit there ourselves. We walked around and sort of were like on recon for the company. And, and Lenny was like, after about like lunchtime, he's like, Johnny, uh, what do you say? We, uh, you know, go, uh, hit one of the casinos, you know? And it was like, that was, that was the extent of our weekend in Atlantic city was like a couple hours at the show and then boom. Oh man. He was yeah. so cool. I remember going to a Steve uh, Smith clinic in, uh, yeah, in Westchester County over there. And, and he was like, come on, come on, hang out. He was at the bars, just telling the stories and everything. He was, yeah. man, what, he was so cool. He, he was, was like so the original cool. A&R guy, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, right? he's the, he wrote the book, man. He was yeah. the one that we all learned from, you know, and mm-hmm. we're still, I mean, I think anybody 
whether they're at Zildjian or anywhere, they're still learning from Lenny. You know, yeah. I mean, he he paved the way. That's for he sure. Paved the way. He set the yeah. bar that mm-hmm. high, and and uh, and you know, I mean, like him and Armin. I, I'll just say that I I've I've said this a million times, but I just you learn from example, and I would see the way they would um, just interact with you or you know drummers, and and I think they just made everybody always feel equally welcome and loved. Yes, you know, it wasn't, absolutely. You didn't have to be Buddy Rich to be on Armin's radar or Lenny's yeah. radar, you know, it's, exactly, man. That's what made me feel so comfortable with, you know, honestly, yeah. it was, it was, it's, it's a nice feeling when you have that, you know, just the love and support and all. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I, I know it, but anyway, the Chicago show, I, I, oh. I went there for many years and it was, it was like the big show. And then all of a sudden it just flipped and the winter Nam show became bigger and they had to expand and get, uh, like a bigger space because it used to be in a smaller place and they just kept expanding that that facility and now it's mm-hmm. it, until it became what it became you know okay yeah i think the first time i went it was in charlie did his signing i was working for charlie so that was in 88 i want to say and, and that was what i have a photo with dante was in town and marco and we, we met steve gad walking through the lobby there it's like steve gad, i'm gonna take a photo so and I there's think, a photo you know, somewhere yeah yeah, I think I saw him that year. Was he with you? Probably don't remember. Was he with Jerry Ricky from Long Island Drum Center? I think he was. No, man. They were they were sort of like hanging. They were together like a lot. I think at that show, and I remember Jerry introducing me to him. And I'd met him one mm-hmm. time before, a long time before that. But and he's like, "Hey, man, you know, like Steve." Like, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Well, buddy, listen, I, you know, this is, this has been a blast. It's, it's Oh man, it was a lot of fun. And thanks for having me, John. And uh, oh, honestly, I hope to see you soon. I want to come see you play actually. So that'd be fun. Oh, I don't know if you careful what you wish for. That, oh, that come be. on, man. You're a smoking drummer, man. That'd be a lot of fun. Get all the boys I'm, together. Get McGathy, get Sorensen. We'll get them all. We'll get Paul Francis. Bring them out, man. You know, we'll get the, yeah, we'll get the band back together. Yeah, let's get the band back together. We'll get Sarah. We'll get Emily. We're gonna get Bob W. We're gonna get Tina Clark. They're flying over for it too. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'll switch. I'll switch Here's the drums around, and you guys can all play, and I'll just, I'll just hang. I'll all just right, Amory too. I love Amory. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all great, man. Honestly, so. And don't forget the Fonz, Joe Testa. Oh. Fonzo. Joey boy. Joey's my boy. You know, it's funny because my middle name is Joe Joseph. So, so, and it's like, look, John Joseph, Tem Testa. <laughs> there it is. We could be related, Joe. We could be. Yeah. Chances are, you know, Great chances guy. are. The Fonz. Did the I Fonz. come up with that? Or, uh, I forget. That uh, came, that was, that. I, I keep talking about Steve, but uh, the quick story is we were, he was with us on one of those Mission from Gad tours. And, right. and, uh, Cause he was with Yamaha at the time and we're having dinner with the, I think it was Forks drum closet, Gary Forkham and his guys in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And Steve and I are sitting here and, and Joe's across the table and it was late and Steve was tired. And he said, whispers in my ear, what do you say we get Fonzie over here and cross <laughs> he twisted to Joe Fonzie and get the fuck out of here, you know, or something. And so hey. the Fonz just stuck. Oh yeah. It's perfect, man. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. He's, he, Joe takes it in stride. Well, we should definitely get the band back together. That'd be fun, man. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I if, if you will stay in touch and, and yeah. when I know you're going to be out this way, I'm, I'm going to come see you. I would love definitely, that. man. Absolutely, man. Well, keep up the great work. I love your podcast. I watch it all the time. Thanks, and John. the Charlie page is amazing. So 
Thanks, and brother. It really, it was, it was a lot of fun. Say hi to Kelly for me and, uh, and everyone, okay? I will, buddy. I will. Thank you for being here today, too. And, and My uh, pleasure. This is great. Hang, hang tight if you would. I'm going to put you in the... Sure. Uh, I'm going to end the broadcast and then mm-hmm. we'll say goodbye in the, uh, in the waiting room. You got it. All right. All right. Thanks for watching everybody. Big hand for John Tempesta. Thanks guys. All right. Everybody's clapping. I can see all the, the love. <laughs> Thank all you. Right. Thanks Johnny.